Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. You know, every day, every day, we come in here, and every day, I guess, we're just a little bit amazed, concerned, I don't know, brought to confusion and wonder, in not a good way, of what's going on in this world. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, because... He's the one with all the answers, not me. For such a time as this, we ask that you bring us peace. Your peace, Heavenly Father. Your people who are free are in bondage for lack of knowledge. May we again be a people who acknowledge you and your laws. May we love as you love. May we be your beacon of that love and hope unto all our own and to the world. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your love and your grace and your mercy upon us. We thank you for your sacrifice which brought to us salvation. Make us your servants, O God, and bring to us your hope, your peace, and that joy that just fills us from within. For such a time as this, I pray to you, Abba Father, for guidance, for wisdom, and for courage. Because in this world right now, we need some courage. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Today is Pearl Harbor Day. And remembering this horrific attack against a nation that happened 80 years ago, many of our fathers, some of our mothers, were all called to war. On the morning of December 7th in 1941, at 7.55 a.m., their local time, 183 aircraft of the Imperial Japanese Navy attacked the United States Naval Base at Pearl Harbor on the island of Oahu, Hawaii. Within two hours, 18 U.S. warships had been sunk or damaged, 188 aircraft destroyed, and 2,403, I'm sorry, 18 aircraft destroyed, and 2,403 American servicemen and women killed. I think I still got that wrong. I retyped it. I think I typed it wrong. 18 U.S. Canada declared war on Japan within just hours of the attack on Pearl Harbor. It was the first Western nation to do so. On December 8th, the United States declared war on Japan and entered World War II on the side of the Allies. In a speech to Congress, Franklin D. Roosevelt, the president at that time, called the bombing of Pearl Harbor a day which will live in infamy. Throughout the history of imperial Japan, the government suppressed socialism and communist movements 
in response to the Cold War tensions in Asia, did you realize that the CIA funded the Japanese Liberal Democratic Party? Liberal Democratic Party. In an effort to turn Japan into a bulwark against communism. That was back in the 50s and 60s. But when they attacked Pearl Harbor, they were an imperialist communist country. And now communists, who believe themselves to be little emperors, are walking and serving in our own government, walking the halls of what was once the people's house, but now is declared by Nancy Pelosi as the temple of democracy. They are as thick as ants in an anthill throughout the halls of bureaucracy. They will say anything, do anything, to have a complete power and to rob we the people of liberty. They want nothing more than to sink your battleship of life, liberty, and rob you of your happiness. Our fathers fought against the tyranny we are now putting up with. Our fathers in World War II I'm speaking of. And now we're putting up with such a government that was nearly the same as what attacked us from Japan. An imperialist, communist regime. Out for nothing except pure and absolute power. How long will we be tolerant? How long will we continue to comply for the sake of peace here in the United States? Now, peace, I'm talking about we just don't want to ruffle feathers. We don't want to make anybody mad. I don't think anybody was thinking that after we got attacked by Japan in Pearl Harbor. It's amazing to me, just amazing to me, how we have come from that, a country that stood up against communists to a country who's putting up with communists, a country who fought against this imperial uh, attitude of ultimate absolute control and power to another one where it's a one-party rule. Oh, we say we got two parties, but do we really? I mean, look at Liz Cheney. Is she really a conservative? No, she's not. What is she? Well, she likes war, doesn't she? I have so many things here, and some of them I'm sure we won't get to. I'll deem them not as important. I saw an article today, and it made me think. This is coming out from WorldNet Daily, and the author of it is a Rachel Alexander. How the left uses Alinsky's rule number five against the right. Now, I have read the rules for idiots, but I got to thinking, well, those are the eight points, not necessarily the eight rules or the rules. They're the points. They're the the final thing. That's what they have to do in order to have complete and ultimate control. And we can go over those again if you want to, but I think you ought to know them. And if you want a copy of that, all you got to do is send me a self-addressed stamped envelope and I'll throw it in the mail to you. Or make Rudy throw it in the mail to you. But the eight rules, I mean, there's 13 of them, I'm sorry, which is their strategy. Number five is ridicule is man's most potent weapon. None of us like to be ridiculed, do we? There is no defense. 
It is almost impossible to counterattack ridicule. Also, it infuriates the opposition who then react to your advantage. Now think about the attacks on Donald Trump. Think about the attacks on some of the congressmen now and ladies who are fighting, truly fighting for liberty, truly fighting for constitution. And they'll just throw out an insult. They'll just throw out something and it's stuck. Whatever happened to sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Well, we are a weak snowflake society. That's what's happened. We need to do a little better job of raising tougher children, not bullies. Those who are tough enough that the pundits' insults simply ricochet off of them. Rudy and I were talking this morning. They're talking about snow flurries. So we don't like snow too much. And it's cold out. Hey, it could be colder. It's not that bad. I told him I kind of like global warming. But we were talking about how when we were in school, they very seldom closed school for for snow. It happened a couple of times, maybe. He walked to school a few blocks. I walked a block and a half, I guess, a block to the bus stop when I was in Kansas City. Walked up a big old gravel hill when I lived down in Jamestown area to the school bus. Very seldom did it. Did they cancel school? And Rudy made the comment, yeah, but we were tougher then. <laughs> And when you stop and think about it, each generation, they raise their kids and they want them to have it easier than they had it. A little bit better. But, you know, we do need to toughen them up just a little bit. You know, I've, I raised boys, so they're pretty tough. I'd like to say it's because their mama's tough, but I don't know if it's because their mama's tough or their daddy was pretty tough. But they turned out all right. And I think their kids are turning out all right. They're not snowflakes. But we do need to have a tougher generation. And I want to talk about this a little bit. And then another article that I received from the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons is uh, Dr. Singleton. I think you'll find it very, very interesting about COVID. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. 
Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America the lights on. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. The articles I've picked today to go over kind of, I did it on purpose, although I didn't write them. I just happened to find them this morning and yesterday. But um, it's a reminder of what happened on December 7th. Why were we attacked by Japan? What was it we were fighting in World War II? And that seems to be here on our land. And I'm not trying to to say that it's as bad or as that attack. I mean, obviously, there was 2,000 and some people killed that day. But what is happening in this country? Have you ever stopped to think about it? Now, the, this article is talking about the Salalinsky's Rules for radical, and there's 13 of them, and I'm not going to go over them unless you just demand that I go over them. But rule number five is the one she's concentrating on. And if you'll recall, they went after Trump with all kinds of absurdities. She says, rule number five, ridicule is man's most potent weapon. It basically consists of using fourth grader insults, to coerce people into a herd attack mentality. They mastered it with former President Donald Trump. Remember the orange man bad? Remember that? And they all went after the orange man. Including some conservatives. One of which put his face in a bunch of messed up, crunched up Cheetos to make fun of Donald Trump. Who was that man? That was Glenn Beck. 
Orange man bad. It didn't used to be that way, she says. Although rules for radicals came out in 1972, it didn't achieve the level of success it has now had for quite a while. Ronald Reagan was able to survive the left's much more muted attacks. However, they did attack him, and he still managed to have an impressive legacy. Well, so does Trump, really, if you stop and think about it. Even historians ranked him as the 13th greatest president, those on the right and the left. Trump was an unknown in politics who was a registered Democrat for many years. If not, most conservatives didn't support him in 2016 because of that. They didn't believe that he was a true conservative. They believe he's a moderate. I'm beginning to think these guys that say they're true conservatives aren't, aren't conservatives. I don't even think they're moderates. When they start pushing social programs, social litigations, laws, they're not conservative. When do we have a conservative that votes against, constantly, against raising this debt? Constantly raising this debt. Nobody's a conservative that votes for that. And it happens every year, twice a year, because they keep putting it off. So we'll do it again in six months, or we'll do it again in three months. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Because we can't have it shutting down the government. Yeah, I think we could. Shutting down the government is a lot better than shutting down the country. Lock down the government, not the country. Don't you think, Rudy? Don't you think that's a good idea? All right, back to the article. So he goes on and talks about the things that they've done. Even Dave Chappell, they attacked him. But the left has no sense of humor. You know that, right? They have no sense of humor. None whatsoever. So they would take things that Trump said and other conservatives even today that they're attacking, and, and uh, uh, Margaret Green is one of them, some of the ones that they attack in Congress because they are true conservatives. And they'll call them names and they'll attack or they'll pick something out that they have said. Now, remember what happened? Wasn't it in Charleston? Was that Charleston? No, um, where was that? It was down south. When they said that Trump said that they were... That communists, or not, I'm sorry, that the white supremacists were good people. That's not what he said at all. Not at all. But that's the only part they took out of that. And I had an article where a young man, in fact, he is, a, he's, he's a gay man, but he started a, a chain, uh, an, he started a movement for gays and people that, were liberals to join with Trump because he realized he had a he had a conservative friend and she pointed out to him that they aren't telling the truth and she said watch the video of what he really said and when he did he thought oh my gosh this man is not the bad orange guy they claimed he was But you see, they just, they poke and poke and poke. And people believe what they say. And it isn't anything new. It's just more visceral today. So the other ones that they're attacking now, it says is Mar- Marjorie Taylor Green. I think I said her name wrong. Paul Gozer. Lauren Bobart. 
Josh Hawley and Matt Gates. Well, they're attacking others, but they really went after Matt Gates. Now, Matt Gates is, is very outspoken and is doing a good thing most of the time. But when it comes to Florida, he's been ignoring some of the HSUS attacks on, on, uh, livestock and, and animal, um, industry there. We'll have Mindy on tomorrow. I've got a reminder that it's her time. But they distort their statements. And, and then it becomes something that Americans, that's all they hear, that's all they see. But it says, she says, never mind the squad has said far more provocative things. You know, how many times did, did they, uh, concentrate on what, um, Mad Max was saying? Remember? You get in their faces and you get in their restaurants and you attack them and you get in their faces. And somebody else, who was it, that said, I want to just pop them in them. Well, I think Biden did that. I want to just, you know, slug him in the face, get him under the bleachers and beat him up. Trump didn't say that. They did. So they go after it. So to those on the left, we should be saying, those on the right... We should be saying that we're on to them. We know what you're doing. We on the right must radically say, we must be radical about it. We must be consistent about it. Let's go, Brandon. Your jig is up. We see what they're doing. It's time to stop listening to them. But we are compared to sheep by the Lord, not because we are cute and fuzzy, but because we are stupid and we have no leaders. We have to have a leader. Sheep themselves have no leader. Their pecking order is just pretty much not there. There is no leader. They have to have a sheepdog. They have to have a shepherd. Well, we have a shepherd, and it's the good Lord, and we need to be following him. So I have two other articles here, and one I'm going to just go on briefly. This is another thing that's wrong, and and, and it's an attack. I strongly suggest that you follow American Greatness, amgreatness.com, and I strongly suggest that you tune in and order Epic Times. When you do, they don't know me from Adam. But tell them that you heard it on CSC Talk Radio. You will not be disappointed in the Epic Times. They come out once a week with a paper. But you can also do it online. But I know many of you don't like online stuff. But what about that paper in your hand once a week? Full of information. Truth. Truth. Not gossip. Truth. Of what's going on in China of what's going on here, of what's going on across this nation. Truth. That's something new, isn't it? <laughs> well, Sotomayor, the justice, the gospels and the tyranny of the COVID bureaucracy. This is an article from Stephen Presser of American Greatness. 
says our federal government now appears to be suffering from an unparalleled arrogance of corruption of its own, as many of state governments appear unable and unwilling to carry out their duties. That's right, the duties of the state. What he's talking about in this particular article, and we're going to head into a break here shortly, but what he's talking about in this particular article is what Justice Sotome, Sonia Sotomayor said during the hearings last week when the Supreme Court was looking at the Mississippi law regarding abortion. 15 month, 15 week, no abortion after 15 weeks. It wasn't to rule out abortion altogether, although it should, but a statement that she made is very concerning to everyone. This lie, and it is a lie, again, that's why I recommend you go to AmericanGreatness.com and Prager University. They have great videos. This lie of the separation of church and state, it's eating us alive. It was never meant to be that way. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Will we fight for the rights of our children? And we'll be right back. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. Just to go back a little bit on the rules for radical on the insults. Trump was kind of a master of insults, but he was also a comedian. He could say something off the cuff, and then they would take it completely out of context because they have no sense of humor. They have no sense of humor. And then they would focus on the ugly instead of on the meaning of something. You know, people do that scripturally. They'll take something out of context and focus on that rather than the complete meaning of what was said. So Sotomayor made this comment. The justice remarked to the lawyer defending the statute. The issue of of when life begins has been hotly debated for by philosophers since the beginning of time, she said. It's still debated in religions. So when you say this, the purported constitutional right to be a pre-viability abortion is the only right that takes away from the state the ability to protect a life. That's a religious view, isn't it? So she turned it over to be a religious view, meaning we don't have to touch this. It's a separation of church and state, right? This gentleman goes on to say, Sotomayor's views on abortion were the subject of withering criticism from, among others, George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley. Now, if you don't remember Jonathan Turley, he's not necessarily a conservative. He was one of them that they had on the uh, panel to impeach Trump the first time uh, over the Ukraine phone call, and he went against them and said, there isn't anything here. Now, he's not somebody who voted for Trump. I don't even know if he voted for Trump the second time. That kind of bothers me sometimes because I'm thinking, then you're voting for socialism, right? So anyway, he says he was his former student and somebody he's very proud and pleased of. But principally, because there is no good constitutional defense for Roe versus Wade's holding that Terminating a pregnancy is a constitutional protected right. 
But most revealing and most troubling is Sotomayor's implication that Mississippi's statue would be constitutionally suspect if it had a religious basis. Now, I don't know if you have noticed it or not, but the left is coming after Christians as if you're the bad guy. As if believing in a life is something bad. That if you believe in a right, you're taking something away from the left. I have a list of um, articles that uh, Ed Martin sent out. I'm sure that's what he talked about on his show today. And one of them is coming. This is another really good um, website to use. And it is, well, I thought I was on this one. It's Life News. LifeNews.com. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, want to end filibuster so that they can pass a bill legalizing abortion up to birth nationwide. Now, Bernie Sanders, if you remember, during the campaign, he wants to fund more abortions in Africa. We can't get it straight here, but we're going to go put our poison into Africa. Up to birth. Now, Elizabeth, I believe, has a child or two. So she carried a baby. Unless you adopt, you carried a child. And when you carry a child, very, very, very early in the pregnancy, these days you hear a heartbeat within the 15-week period. That's pretty quick. And very, very early in your pregnancy, a little bit into it, you feel flutters. You feel movement of life. The baby is alive. It has a heartbeat. You know, they, the left will prosecute you if you kill an eagle's egg. If you do something to an eagle's egg, well... Did it have a beating heart? Why is that worse than abortion? They make no sense. The left have no logic. Their logic is faulted. It's false. So, in this article, they go on and on about this, and that's all I'm going to really say about it. It's a great article. Uh, It's lengthy. Go to American Greatness. I don't get any money from American Greatness. I'm just trying to tell you where to get your sources of news that are trustworthy. And even in the trustworthy ones, you need to be careful. Front Page Magazine is also a good one, and that's where uh, Mike Cutler writes. He writes there, and he has MikeCutler.com, too. Michael Cutler, not Mike. Michael Cutler. Well, Thursday, I'm going to have... Dr. Jane Orient on regarding an article that she wrote. This is from the, they are a part of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, and that's what I'm going to share with you now from Marilyn Singleton, a doctor also, MD. It caught my attention because of the title, A Constitutional Cure for COVID-19. 
And she starts out, COVID, 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 variant, variant, variant. Trust me, I'm the government's highest paid employee and I represent science. Who do you think she's making fun of there? (laughs) Show your papers, wear a mask, take a shot or lose your job. And the beat goes on for an infection where 99.95% of infected persons under age 50 years recover. It's becoming clear that COVID-19 is not merely a disease, but an excuse to concentrate power in the government. Now, you stop and think of it. That's coming from a doctor. And they have written many things about this and about other things, even education. I signed up for their stuff because I like them. They they have people that promote them, that they pay, I'm sure, that promote them. That's how we found Daniel Turner. And I get their emails. And their articles that they write. She goes, it's time for the political historians to stop. Hystericals to stop. Multiple studies have shown that the consequences far outweigh any potential or illusory benefits of masks, lockdowns, and school closures. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention director admitted that the current COVID-19 mRNA Vaccines, while helpful in reducing deaths and hospitalization, do not stop transmission of the virus. Now, I get kind of, you know, a little bit, I get a little laughter, a little humor when I hear people talk about they did this for somebody else. They're not taking a jab for somebody else. They're taking a jab for themselves. If they think they're protecting somebody else, they're wrong because it's not going to stop the transmission. Breakthrough cases in the vaccinated persons are the are on a rise. Moreover, the current vaccines likely are not effective for the new, likely less lethal Omicron Omicron variant. Public health experts opine the that the SARS-CoV-2 virus that's that's the causes that's what causes the COVID-19 and its multiple variants are becoming endemic. That means SARS-CoV-2 and its definite infinite number of variants will not be eliminated but become manageable parts of the human viral ecosystem. It is here to stay, my friends. So get out and breathe the fresh air. Throw the masks down. Breathe the fresh air. Take the jab if you want to. Don't take the jab if you don't want to. Keep your immune system boosted. Take your vitamin D. Take your, take your zinc. Or better yet, go, go order Immuno 150. <laughs> I didn't intend for that to be a commercial. It just kind of fell out. Protect yourself. It's here to stay. And start standing up for liberty. Because lockdowns and shutdowns are not serving. They're destroying. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar Chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark. 
from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled, and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. My name is Elmer Heinrich. My company owns and sells Immuno 150, the best supplement on the market today. No other nutritional product compares because Immuno 150 contains 70 plant-derived trace minerals, 9 exotic fruits, 13 vitamins, 17 herbs, and 18 amino acids, plus aloe vera, COQ10, all of the omegas, bioflavonoids, and more. The 70 trace minerals are the key. Most nutritional products contain no more than 12 minerals because they come from fruits and vegetables. Now, if you want to improve your immune system, visit immuno150.com or call 888-316-2224. Immuno is spelled I-M-M-U-N-O. Again, that number is 888-316-2224. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one get one free my pillow towel set go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener special and enter promo code bethann or call at 1-800-978-6168 that's mypillow.com and the promo code is bethann friends i want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days you can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots violence looting killing lawlessness and mayhem Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com.
we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. The more that Fauci talks, I think the more people realize that the man doesn't have any truth in him. And he's all about Fauci. And he's making, what, almost a half a million dollars a year off of you. As he's telling you to lose your job. He's telling you to, you know, allow your children to go to public school or not to allow your children to go to school. And, you know, Biden said that he's really the one that's president. (laughs) Biden says some strange things. But in the final verse of this article, she says, people are tired of lies. When Google employees are signing a manifesto to fight the mandates, you know the seeds of revolt have sprouted. (laughs) So I didn't know they had quite done that. Now, this came from a friend. I haven't been hearing from him too much. I've been a little worried about him, Gary from from, uh, Wisconsin. But he, he brought this to me today. I, um, it's, he says, uh, not sure if you saw this, Beth, but here it is. Dr. Paul stands with Kentucky farmers and cattlemen in opposition to the Biden's administration's new expansive WOTUS rule. Just over a week ago, the Biden administration quietly issued their new and expansive waters of the United States, or WOTUS rule. Their rule essentially reverts to pre-2015 Obama standards of regulate regulating every puddle and ditch in America and further intrudes on Americans' private property rights and the Constitution's limits on federal power. Kentucky farmers and agricultural industry suffered when the Obama administration implemented as burdensome WOTUS rules, and now the Biden administration has chosen to follow in their footsteps by appeasing the far left's priorities over the economic well-being of farmers across the nation, across America. The problem is they want your land. I don't care if you just have a little house in town or in the city. They want your land. You have absolutely no rights to own anything. Nothing. Now, I had not heard about this WOTUS, but that is exactly what part of the uh, Executive Order 14008 is. I spoke with a gentleman a little over a week ago at a fundraiser for Sarah Walsh. He used to be representative here, and he's just sick of politics. And I I uh, sent him a message yesterday that I'd like to visit with him in the office. He was not aware of 14008. That's the executive order where they're going to take 30% more of your land and 30% more of the water. They want it all. It's not, they're not talking 30%. They're talking 100%. And who's it going to hurt? What is going to happen? Well, independent farmers and ranchers are going to be booted out off the land and it's all going to be corporate. All going to be corporate. Well, what's wrong with that, Beth? Well, stop and think about it. What is wrong with that? How many of you actually had, no, don't call in, I don't have time to take calls right now. How many of you actually had a grandparent that was on a farm? Or a great-grandparent? Or an aunt or an uncle? We were on the farm back then. When my kids were little. Not the, not the youngest one. We moved before that. That's when the house burned. 
And we moved off the land in the 80s when it was really tough. Not that we didn't make mistakes. We probably did. But I had my sister's kids come down once a summer, and they spent the summer on the farm. The problem is today they have become so removed from the farm they don't know a chicken from a hog. They don't know what goes on. They believe gassy cows are causing (laughs) climate change. They don't know how to work hard. So we'll go back to what Rudy said. We were tougher back then. We knew how to work. We had to work. We had chores. I don't know. Maybe your kids have chores. What kind of chores do they have in the house? We grew up, I grew up in the city until we moved into the country when I was in the middle of my freshman year in high school. Mom made up jobs. You know, if the oil leaked on the driveway. Do you remember Comet? I think you can still buy Comet. And scrub brushes? (laughs) Well, guess who got to do that? I don't think it ever came off. But we had to scrub it. And to keep those dandelions from going to seed, Mom made us get out there and pick off the dandelion flowers and put them in a paper sack. She made up jobs. She didn't want to run. Somebody told her running the vacuum ruins your carpet if you run it too often. So she would she would make us pick up the lint off the carpet. She'd only vacuum it once a week instead of every day or every other day. She made up jobs. We had uh there wasn't any unloading the dishwasher. <laughs> there was doing the dishes and drying the dishes. There was wrapping the garbage. We wrapped the garbage. The garbage man came once a week, I think, maybe twice. I think it was once a week. We had a garbage can. Mom would put down she saved papers, newspapers, and we wrapped it. There was a certain way to wrap the garbage. And you had to wrap the garbage. The uh coffee Grounds, uh, once in a while went in the garbage, but most of the time she was putting them out on the, in the flower bed. She read where that helped the, was supposed to help the, uh, dirt. Different things that we had to do when we were kids. Clean your room. I wasn't very good at that, but I, I roomed with my sister until she got married. This, what we're talking about, I got way off base here, but we're so far away, so far removed from the farm that we don't realize where our food actually does come from. People don't know how to survive without the grocery store. Now, we need a grocery store. I'm not saying we got to close grocery stores. Don't take that wrong. There'll be a left. But you don't know how to... Rudy, my my son was doing this for a while, but he's not now because he moved. But my, uh, Rudy's uh, son and his wife have—they're raising chickens, getting eggs now, and they love it. Absolutely enjoy it. Being on their own, doing something with your hands, grow your own garden. People grow their own garden, but they don't know how to can it. They don't know how to freeze. They don't know how to put it up. They don't know how to preserve. Well, they're going to take it away from you if you don't pay attention. And that's what I told the gentleman at the fundraiser. I said, you can't hide from this. Your grandchildren are depending on you. They don't know. They don't know what WOTUS is. It's Agenda 21. It's Agenda 2030. It's Agenda Socialism. Take the land. Take the waterways. Take it all. No private property. No capitalism. 
It's all communism. Why did we get into World War II? Was it only because Japan forced our hand? Did our fathers not suffer? Did they not go to war to fight tyranny? What will you do? Because it is right here amongst us. We're not looking at it coming from somewhere else. It's coming from our own. Quit electing them. Start getting involved. Start doing something. Start studying. Start choosing, being picky who you choose for your news. It's up to you. It's up to me. We cannot ignore it. We've got to hit it front on and bring America home. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.